0: me give you glory somebody give him glory somebody give him glory I dare not open your mind and say glory to God
1: Man, give him glory give him glory that's what we're here for we ain't only reason and purpose we're here this morning for is to give god glory that's the only reason we showed up is to give him glory good morning my name is minister clarence smith and i'll be leading us to the throne of grace first of all i want to say happy father's day to all the fathers glory hallelujah look at the men in the house look at the men in the house they say ain't no men in the house but that don't look that ain't true to me I see brothers, I see men in here, I see fathers representing the glory of God. Hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. The scripture said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go in the house to the house of the Lord where grace and mercy may be found. Hallelujah. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord God, we thank you, Father God, for your doors that are open this morning, Lord God. Father God, we thank you for seeing fit and allowing us to wake up this morning, Father God. It was nothing that we did that good or that righteous that we had that we had to. But because of your grace and your mercy, you saw fit. You allowed us to wake up this morning, Father God. You even watched over us all night long while we slumbered and slept, Father God. And we thank you for it, Father God. We thank you. We owe you, Father God. So whatever you're doing today, don't do it without us, Father God. We thank you for our children that's here representing, Father God, giving you the glory, the honor, and the praise this morning. Bless them, Father God. Bless the parents that got their children up and bring them to choir rehearsal. Father God, bless them. Bless them with the blessings you see they stand in need of. Even everybody that showed up, Father God. We know we need you. We know we can do nothing without you, Father God. Oh, Lord, just continue, Father God drawing us closer to you, helping us to be more like you, using us, Father God, to be history makers and world changes, Father God. We come lifting up the bereaved families, Father God, that you will strengthen them and comfort them, Father God, and give them wisdom, Lord God, with the way they should go and what they should do and how they should do it, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, we love you so much. We pray for the under-shepherd, the angel of the house, Lord God, that you will continue crowning his head with wisdom, knowledge, and and honor and glory, Father God. So, Lord God, just have your way. Have your way, Father God, for we've already decided, ain't no rock go take our place. Ain't no rock go take our place. We go praise you and glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen.
2: Good morning, good morning, good morning. We've come to give the Lord some worship this morning. Anybody with me? Will you stand to your feet and put your hands together like this? Yeah. A little simple song. Oh, rise, oh, God, oh, rise, oh God, and take your place. Take your place. Let your kingdom Let be your established. Kingdom established. Oh, ancient, ancient of you, you are good, and your mercy, and your mercy yeah. Forever. It's a simple song. Ooh. Yeah
3: Up your hands and let the glory of the Lord fill this place. God, we invite you in this place, Lord, to have your way. Come on, just begin to open your mouth and tell Him how good He is. Hallelujah. You are my strength, God. We bless you in this place. Hallelujah. So there's nothing worth more. That can never come close, and nothing can compare. You're our living hope. Your presence, Lord. Said I've tasted it of the sweetest love where my heart becomes free and my shame is undone oh lord it's your prayer Fear your glory, God, is what I. To be overcome by your presence,
1: Lord. Amen, amen. We definitely want to thank him for his Holy Spirit, his holy presence. It's now time for tithes and offerings. And again, we want to say happy. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers. And we want to welcome our online viewers, our first time guests. If you're a first time guest visitor visiting with us this morning, we want to ask after the end of the service that you will stop by the guest station in the lobby and receive a special gift from the Zion Hill family. And if you're an online viewer, you can scan the QR code. And or you can go to the giving tab or you can give to 73256 in the name of Jesus, Amen our giving scripture will be coming from Luke 6 and 38 which says, give and it will be given to you good measure, pressed down shaken together and running over will, he be, will it be put into your bosom, for with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. And we're reminded everything that God controls gives. Everything that God controls gives. The sun gives light, the cloud gives rain. God gave his son that that we might be redeemed. What are you giving this morning? Usher, please come forward.
4: While we are in the spirit of giving... How many of us know that the favor of God is on our lives? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's 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 try that again. How many of you know that the favor of God is on your life? One more time for the road. How many of you know? Now, when I say no, I'm not talking about something that you read. I'm talking about something that's inside your spirit. How many of you know that the favor of God is on your life? If you know that, let me hear you in this room. We got a real simple song that we wanna sing for you that talks about favor. Come on, let's rock this way right here. Rock with me like this. It's a real simple song. You just gonna repeat it after us. Say this, over and over. He keeps on blessing me. It's real simple, say it again. Over and over. He keeps, he keeps on blessing. Now let's make this decoration say favor. favor. I've, got favor. I've got favor. Yeah, he keeps on blessing me. let say it again. Say favor. Favor. I've favor. I've got favor. He keeps on blessing. Keeps on blessing. Say that with us. I can't explain it. I can't Let's say it again from the top. Over. Come on, put them hands together. So he keeps on blessing. Let's make that declaration. Favor. I've got favor. Let's say he keeps on blessing. Come on. I can't explain it. Because it's so amazing. It's not by goodness of my own that I am blessed. And from the depths of my soul, I'm grateful. Say it again. He keeps on. I can't explain it. It's so amazing. It's not by goodness of my own that I am blessed. But from the depths of my heart. Watch this. Here we go. He keeps on blessing. Say I've got favor. i got flavor. This is a declaration for you. Say he keeps on blessing. Keeps on blessing Come on, put your hands together with us. Say I've got favor. i got flavor. Let's take it up right here now. You got it. Come on. He keeps on
5: blessing.
4: Keeps on blessing me. Say it with us. I've got favor. i got flavor. Come on, let me hear you say it. He keeps on blessing. There you go. Say it with us. I've got favor. I've got favor. But take it over again. Come on. Say it keeps on blessing. Keep some blessing. Come on, put them hands together. Real big. I've got favor. I've got favor. Y'all sound good. Say it keeps on blessing. Keep some
5: blessing.
4: Over and over again. Say it. Say I've got favor. I've got favor. So we're going to make that declaration
0: real big. Say this. Say I've got favor. I've got favor. i got favor. I got favor, I got favor my
4: Let my he me hear you I got favor, I got fame I got favor, I got fame I got favor, I got fame I got fame Say this, It keeps on blessing, It keeps on blessing Come on, put them hands together real big Put them hands head. together real big Say this, I got favor Say it one more time. Come on. Say He keeps on blessing. He keeps on blessing. He
5: keeps on blessing.
4: He keeps on blessing. Say this. I've got favor. 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 He keeps on blessing. He keeps on blessing. Say I've got favor. God
5: for favor! Last us!
6: he keeps on blessing! There you go! Good morning. We want to thank God for every one of you for being in the house of the Lord first we want to say thank you to all of our fathers in the house. Amen. What a blessing. We appreciate you. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for being there for every one of your children. I believe with all my heart that God will reward you for what He's doing through you. The Bible says we are just his workmanship. So he had to use somebody. And I'm so grateful that you have made yourself available to be used by God. Amen. Amen. We thank God for you. We appreciate you. We salute you. And our prayer is that God will increase you more and more. If you receive that, say amen. Amen. Also, I want to celebrate some of our guests here. If you're visiting for the first time, will you please let me see your hand? We just want to thank God for you. Any newcomer, everybody is homegrown amen we are grateful for that we have a a group of people they are called the Peabody class of 92 amen we are grateful for their choice to worship with us this morning also, we want to say thank you to those of you who are members. You have been here, some of you, for only God knows how many years. We are grateful for your faithfulness, and we thank you for your continuous support of the work of the ministry. Amen? It, is everybody happy to be in church today? All right. Let's all get up, let's walk around and say hello to our neighbors and just love on them and thank them for being in church this morning. Amen. Just, what a fellowship. What a joy divine. We're leaning on everlasting earth. made it and we're going to rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Um, please keep one of our pastors in prayer. Uh, Minister Fadilia Sutherland Sutherland. Amen. And her mom who is also a member of this church gone on to be with the Lord. So just lift them up in prayers and all is well. I'm mindful of the fire. You all may be seated. We well, thank God. Unless you want to preach with me. And that will be fine. <laughs> Please take note that we are still believing God for us on some projects in this church and we ask that you please continue to support what we do around here. Amen. I am mindful that today is the Father's Day and many of you needs to go home very shortly and hang out with your children and loved ones. So we're going to make it short. Amen. I didn't get any amen. Amen. Sister Gill said amen. So I got one. <laughs> uh, we are grateful. Also, some of you have mentioned to me that you're going to be, you would like to attend some activities in town think they have something going on. June 10, uh, parade and all that festivities. Please note that it's, it's okay to do that. Uh, I'm not sure why we're getting so many calls on that. Um, so please feel free to celebrate uh, June 10 going to assume that all of us know the history behind that so there's nothing wrong to celebrate your success or victory. Uh, Just make sure that you don't just celebrate. It should also be from Christian standpoint. It should be a a day, a time of concentration, uh, consecration to the Lord and that's very important because those people who are affected they were not just believing God for freedom there's a lot of more things that they are believing God that has not yet happened so uh, but there's nothing wrong to to celebrate Uh, every small victory in our life it does call for celebration but the Bible did require that we get knowledge So don't just be shaking your booty without knowing what's going on. So, so in all of your getting, uh, many of you know, when during that period of time, I mean, from legal standpoint, some of the things that I struggle with is the fact that slavery in America was different from other places. Uh, Here, you probably will be hearing all legal documents back then they will call it charter slavery the word charter means that all the slaves are properties no different from pigs and cows uh that that still bother me <laughs> so um, so we we have something to celebrate about Uh, Not only was it a charter kind of slavery, but it's also what we call perpetual. What that means is that even if a slave gives birth to a child, that child is also slave. So that means the whole house, the whole generation. And so that was troubling. And many of the companies that you are supporting right now You also need to know, they were architects. Some of your banks, and there was a bank here in Louisiana called Cornell Bank. Uh, It was a main event for slaves. Uh, Even banks like Bank of America, Citizens Bank. uh, A lot of the companies and businesses that you're supporting, sometimes you have to Read history, and and not just blessing. Even insurance companies, and they were they were really promoting and and sponsoring and ensuring and making bugu money. And then we come around and we're still giving them more money. So some of these things, uh, knowledge is important. Mm. Knowledge. Even the church Those of you who are Christian You're part of the mess So you probably hear things like Northern Presbyterian Southern Presbyterian Why are they north and south? Slavery defied them Same thing with you Baptists So these are, these are knowledge That you cannot afford Not to teach your children so i'm not going to say don't go downtown go party but in addition to party notice we are not yet there so we have to keep on Uh, even i remember this church. one time we were trying to get an insurance for your pastor you know key person in an organization so that if, you, if I cancel somebody, or if I say something that creates a problem, so there's an insurance on. And the insurance company they brought before me was called AIG, and I refused to sign the paper. So knowledge is very important, so don't just say, I just want a bank account. Know about your bank. Don't just say I want to support this business, no, if they don't like you, you, you don't like me, I don't like you. <laughs> I, <I'm> so, <laughs> I mean, I love you, but I don't like what you do. <laughs> so, But anyway, the answer is please feel free to enjoy the day and join the parade or whatever else you want to do. But Be a church that is well educated, well informed, and help our young people. That's really my own. All right? Let's all stand. Let's do a hymn or something. Praise the Lord. I'm sorry, they want the children to sing to you. So praise alone. stand with me in reference to the word of God. Amen. The book is First Corinthians chapter 4 verse 15. The Bible says for though you have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet have ye not many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel. The Bible says, we have many teachers. But we have very few fathers. Let's pray. Our Father and our God, we are grateful that you are our Heavenly Father. Thank you for being a good example to all fathers on earth. Father, we pray that you will help us in our understanding this morning. We pray for every family present. Where there is sickness, we speak life. Where there is hopelessness, we speak God's redemptive hope. Where there is lack, we pray for plenty this morning. Holy Spirit, speak to us in a very special way. Thank you for every father present here, Lord. I pray that you will continue to supply all of their needs according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus. Bless the teaching of the world. We thank you that you have promised your word will not return forward. Help our understanding. Bless your people in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. I want to talk with us for a few minutes on the subject titled, Where Are the Fathers? Where are the Fathers? Ladies and gentlemen, when we talk about fathers, we first need to ask the question, who is a father? I just don't want us to be speaking big English, and we all don't know who we're talking about. Imagine just coming to town, and you're asking a simple question. Where are the fathers in this community? To be a father means you're a person, a male species who is present and who is observable and who can be imitated. Our Father is the one who gave birth or who birthed that child. And that person is present. And you can observe him. In other words, it's not a title. It's a job. And it is observable. You can see it. And also, his children can imitate him. I can close my book and go home. Please take note you cannot imitate somebody who is not present. Ladies and gentlemen, I have been privileged. To watch a lot of sports here in America. I love sports. I watch football, basketball, baseball, name it. And I notice one thing when they are conducting drafts and they will call somebody's name. And then you see the somebody coming up. And then when he opened his mouth. He would say hi, mom, and you would think maybe oh that's just a coincidence, and then they call another one, and then you hear him speak again. He would say hello, mama or hi, mama. So now you know where the sermon came from. So I'm sitting there, say okay. Where are the fathers? Why is it that all attention is drawn to the mother? And I will submit to you, the reason why you hear that a lot is because the people who are supposed to be father were nowhere to be found. So now you see why the preacher is asking the question as a spokesman for the Lord. And the question is, where are the fathers? So today I want to celebrate those of you who have chosen to be a father. You make the sacrifice you answer your call to duty All right. All right. and you showed up you roll your sleeves even when things get tough you still stay there and I pray that God who keeps record and who said behold I come quickly And my reward is with me to pay every man according to their work. Believe me when I tell you, God is taking note of your role as fathers. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't mean to ignore the work of the mothers. Mothers, don't get jealous that the focus today is on on fatherhood. We are grateful to all of the mothers in the house. You are doing a good job. If the truth be told, there are two institutions that keeps the black community together. I am a student of history. I love to read. And if you really want to know black folks, I'm talking to you. All right. <laughs> you can find out from black women in the black church. Amen. So I am not ignorant of the history of my people. So we thank God for you mothers. We thank God for your work. But just because we lived Mother's up does not mean we have to tear down the fathers. Am I making sense to you? So, and that is why it's okay to celebrate fatherhood. It's okay to applaud those who answer the call to be fathers of our children. Am I right about it? Ladies and gentlemen, the truth be told, there are some things only fathers can do. Maybe I need to say that again. (laughs) Because some of you will say, Pastor, I've been the mother and the daddy. If you notice, either I drop my head, (laughs) but I just don't want to call you bad names. So no, there are some things, I repeat, that only fathers can do. And a strong woman is not intimidated by that. A strong woman, or let me say a real woman, a strong woman, appreciate a strong man. So, so we are not competing. You do your thing, I do mine. You have a job, I got a job. There's no conflict between the two. So I'm grateful for every man in the house that answered that call. Please permit me to also mention a strong man is also not intimidated by a strong woman. I'm grateful. We have some strong women in this church. And true fathers are not intimidated by them. You applaud them. You celebrate them also. Please let me share with you briefly types of fathers. So first I say I thank you for answering the call. Now you have to identify what kind of father are you. Because I'm not there with you round the clock. There is a type of father that I call Disney Dads. Oh. These kind of fathers are all inclusive. They are pressing at everything. You didn't PTA meeting, they're there. You didn't bake sale, they're there. They are always present for their children, always available. When the going gets tough and the tough get going, you can count on them. I call those kind of fathers Disney Dad. And if you're one of those, I thank God for you. Because the number one problem in America today is absent fathers. So thank God for Disney Dad. Come on, give them a hand, wherever they are. There is another kind of father. I call them hollow dads. Why did I say so? These are the kind of fathers, they're in the house, but they are emotionally disconnected. They're there, but they're not present. And I love wrestling. And there's one of the characters in wrestling called Stone Cold Steve. So there are some stone-cold Steve daddy. I like the brother, but I don't like his characters. Why do I call this a type of fathers? These are people who are quick to grab their bottle of beer. These are people who are quick to throw a punch. Sometimes at their own spouse. Sometimes on their own children. These are kind of fathers that are abusive physically. And emotionally. Now I don't know whether you're a Disney father. Only you can tell. I don't know whether you're a hollow daddy. You're there, but you're not there. I don't know if you're a stone-cold Steve kind of father. Just drinking. All right. Just having a good time. Cursing everybody in the house. Physically abusive. Emotionally abusive. In no time you throw a punch and Beat somebody up. And then there are some kind of father I call invisible daddy. You never dare. I call those kind of daddy hide and seek daddy. You are in and you are out. You hear the children ask the question: Where's Daddy? You see here. Mama, where is that? You just never know where he's going to be. Invisible. You never saw him and for the most part, the children never knew him. Ladies and gentlemen, why am I taking time to tell you about this? Imagine a home, a, a beautiful house that has Good windows, good looking doors, chandeliers, but the foundation is messed up. Ladies and gentlemen, a house without a foundation, according to the scripture, that house is not going to stand. I hate to sound tough, but at home without a daddy, yes, Lord. it's going to be a, a long road. Yes, right. It's difficult for everybody. Right. We're still going to make it by the grace of God, but I wish you were there. I repeat, the number one problem in America today is not crime. I know everybody wants to talk about the C- crime rate, crime rate, crime rate. That's not a real problem. Some people will say, oh, inflation. Have you seen the price of this? Have you seen the price of that? So in their head, that's the n- number one problem. Some will even say unemployment. Some will say lack of money. But none of those is comparable to the problem of fatherlessness. Even the scientists, behavioral scientists, say I happen to be a dean in a school of human behavior. So we study human behavior. And without the Bible, it's been established that the number one problem is none of these things we're talking about. It is the problem of fatherlessness. So I appeal to you, if you are not present, please, you can always go back and start. Today... Because the problem of fatherlessness is affecting everybody. Young and old, rich or poor, black or white. You are either one of those fatherlessness, or you know somebody, or you are dating one of them, or you're married to one of them or you are raising one of them, or you are a victim of one of them. All of us are affected one way or the other. I bet if I ask all of you here to raise your hand if you know somebody without a father, you'll be shocked how many hands will go up. But the passage we read this morning says, this is God talking now, not man. He said, You have many teachers. But what is lacking are fathers. He said, We only have few fathers. I want you to think about it, that clear distinction between teaching and fatherhood. The truth be told, a teacher is not a father. You can even be a guardian. But that don't make you a father. A father has his own unique role in the structure of family. I thank God for the teachers now. Don't get me wrong. In fact, I'm a teacher myself. I thank God for what they do. But they cannot replace The role of a father. Paul is saying in this passage, Look, folks, I'm not just your teacher, I'm not just your instructor, I am your father in Christ. And then you read the next verse, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16. Paul is saying, If you then recognize me as your father, then I want you to imitate me the distinction between a teacher and a father is that a teacher will only pass information. You cannot imitate him. You don't follow him home. (laughs) But a father is one that is there, is present. And he is saying to his children, follow me. Imitate me. Do what I do. Be like me. Dress like me. Act like me. Huge difference between the two. So I ask every one of you men this question. Are you comfortable in telling your children to be like you? Can you in good faith look at any of your children... Boy or girl, say, baby, I want you to follow me. And if that's not your testimony, I pray that the Holy Spirit will speak to your heart this morning. The word father in Hebrew means Abba. You probably will hear us talk about Abba all the time when we address God. Even your father on earth is Abba. It means that man is the source for the family. Let me put it in plain English. He pays the bills. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) <laughs> guess guess my father who is in heaven guess who, who who pays my bill? God does. Your father on Earth ought to be a abba the source for that family. It's also considered to be the sustainer, the root the foundation of that family. I know some of you ladies want to, you think you're all, <laughs> bless your heart. <laughs> That's why things are messed up, because people don't know their role. When I say the root of the family, it means you're the one who holds the whole family together. Because storm will come. And storm may rise. Wind may blow. But if the root is there, everybody can hold on to him. I don't care how windy it gets. The house will still be standing. That's why I'm encouraging everybody under the sound of my voice to consider your calling and be proud to be a father and celebrate fatherhood. When we say you are the source, it means you are the provider. The whole family can count on you. I don't care if you're digging ditches. It has nothing to do with how much you make. Your job is to love and support your family. Your job is to provide structure for the whole family. Your job is to protect the family. A mama cannot calm down a child like a father can. Nothing against mothers. It's just that the anointing to do it is on the father. I'm always amazed sometimes. I would just walk into the house and everything is silent. And you know the amazing thing? My wife is the one that beat people up. <laughs> no, this was, no, no, not a put down. I never beat anyone in that house. But because of the anointing of fatherhood, they are scared of it. And I'm the nice guy. Why? Because everybody have their role. She spend more time with them. I mean, she engage them more than I do. If you do wrong, she'll, she'll send you to Jesus. Absolutely No nonsense. And when the good guy who won't bother you. Just nice. And when I walked in. (laughs) Do you think I have a magic? No. It's because fathers. They call on your life. You can calm every raging storm in that house. Consider. The gift God gave you. And use it for the glory of God. For the sake of time, if you ask me, what are the duties of a father? I say, number one, be present. I'm taking my time today so that nobody will say I don't understand. Number two, protection for your family. It is unfair to the to the mothers. They are not made to be fighting that kind of fight. They ought to be relaxing and looking pretty. You are the soldier armed with muscles. There's a reason. So you can fight. You fight every gorilla. Every demon Amen. that is trying to mess with your family. Amen. But you cannot fight if you're not present. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, provision. That's your job. I don't care how blessed your wife is. And some of the, the wives are blessed. Amen. Yes, sir. I'm not too much into business. My wife is incredible in that area. More blessed than I do. But it's still my job. To provide for the whole family. Are you all still here? Your job also is to prophesy. Whatever you say concerning your family. It will stand. (laughs) God said I know. Abraham. He said that he will pass on. There's a reason why God goes to, the, to Abraham and not to Sarah and says, I want you to do this, I want you to do He told Abraham, I know this brother. He will deliver the message. And whatever you say concerning your house, concerning your children, your grandchildren, it will stick. Your job also is to praise your family. You are the cheerleader. Whether they're playing baseball, basketball, whether they're in school, when they come home, you're there to say, I'm proud of you, son. I'm proud of you, baby. It's called affirmation. Even Jesus took advantage of that. You remember when he was baptized? Because he was about to start his ministry. Many of you may not know this. When you're starting your ministry, you are scared to death. Whether you're called to sing, your hand will be going like this. Whether you're called to preach, your leg is shaking. Because this is the beginning. For Jesus Christ, he was about to preach his first sermon. And then he said, i got to be baptized first. He need this kind of father praise. When he came out of that water, guess what happened? God speak up. Guess what God said? Three things. Number one. You my son. I want you fathers to be the one praising your children all the time. See, I got your back. Baby girl, I'm proud of you. And when you speak, it will stick. Your children will remember it. All of heaven will say amen. God spoke up. Say, you are my son. Yes. Number two, he said, I love you. Yes. Number three, he said, I'm pleased with you. Do you know what it means to your children when you as a father say, I'm pleased with you? When you look at that little girl and say, daddy, that is very proud of you. you can just see it all over their continents, all over their face. It's like you just energize them. Not saying mama don't bless them. Not saying mama don't praise them. But there is something. You see, they hear from mama all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't say much. So when you open your mouth as a father, Everybody in the house tune in. God said it. He said, I'm pleased with you. He said, that's my boy. That's my girl. I love you. When was the last time that you speak Some praise from the bottom of your heart. So, I'm asking every man, go home, be present. I'm asking every father here, protect your family. I'm asking every father here. Take on the responsibility to provide for your father. I don't care if you have to work two, three jobs. Prophesy over your children. Adam, everything you call, every creature in that garden, they become it. Not Eve. <laughs> Hallelujah. On, every animal, every tree, everything in that garden. Right, if Adam look at you and say, hey, you're going to be a bitter tree. You're going, God is saying amen to that too. All of heaven is waiting on us as fathers. Can I be brutally honest with you? Because I'm preaching not just to you all here. I have a big church out there. You know that. Amen. All the problem in central Louisiana. The, guess who can put a name to it? The fathers. The fathers. There is an army stronger than the police department. And if we can activate that army, this community will blossom for the glory of God. The challenges we are having is not unique to us. It's in Africa. It's in China. It's in New York. Everywhere there are crimes. Everywhere there are all kinds of craziness. But oh, if somebody have enough sense to activate the fathers in that community... Can put an end to it. Ladies and gentlemen, affirm your children. If Jesus needs affirmation, how much more you and me? We need it more than he does. Ladies and gentlemen, there is no substitute for fatherhood. I know we like to create substitutes. Especially we, we are people. We will drop that child off with grandma. In a flash, we'll drop that child off with grandpa. We'll find an uncle. Or an auntie, somebody. But again, I repeat, there is no substitute for fatherhood. And the truth be told, ladies and gentlemen, every child is crying out for a father figure Amen. in his life. If you don't believe me, come with me to the jailhouse. And let's pass the microphone. Ladies and gentlemen, we can make a difference. A true father ought to be able to make a deposit in the love of his children that those children can live on for the rest of their life. He may just be blessing them. You don't have to be filthy rich. You don't have to be a multimillionaire. If you are, I'm happy for you. But God has equipped every father to be a blessing. Yes. So report for duty. Amen. Report for duty. Amen. Let's make this world a better place. Amen. I want all the fathers to stand up. I want to have a, a real all of you fathers. Come on, clap for them. Come on, come on, celebrate them. Look at, look at all of these strong men, anointed, appointed for such a time like this. I hope you are listening. What I'm saying to you in my message is that we are living in time of crisis. And the kind of crisis we're living in, only fathers can solve it. Believe me when I tell you, they're listening to what I'm telling you. Because I don't say much. I don't attend worthless meetings. There is a crisis that only you who are standing here can serve. And I pray that God will give you the grace to do your job. Our families need us. Our children need us. The neighborhood need you, you, you and me. And we can do it. God will never send you anywhere That he doesn't equip you to do your job. It may be hard, but you can make it. I want you to be able to go home today and do like God did for his own son. And look at every one of your children, not just today, every day, and say, son, I am proud of you. Baby girl, I'm proud of you. That don't mean they're going to be good all the time. Even you and I are not good all the time. But affirm them. Teach them responsibility. Teach them hard work. Take a stand for godliness. It fits the time to serve God in front of them. If you go to church, like you are today, guess what your children will do? They're going to go to church. You're a role model. Without saying much, they are looking for you. I've watched grown men literally break down
4: in the courthouse. Has nothing to do with the case. He's asking the question, where is my daddy?
6: Grown men, because there is something in your DNA that God puts there that makes you very important. And our families are asking, When are you coming home? So I beg you today, engage your children. I know all the challenges we have. I'm not stupid, even though I try not to say much. I know sometimes you're trying to go home, but somebody's there blocking you from coming. I know many times you're trying to access your children,
4: and somebody's there because of anger, because of hate, because of personal agenda.
6: But you've got to keep on fighting. Never, never give up on your children. Don't worry about what they call you. Don't worry about what they say about you. Remember the God who called you to this ministry. He has promised never to to leave you. You know what I'm believing God for? Every one of you here. And others who are watching on TV. And those who are listening on radio or some live streaming, we need to answer the call to do our job. I don't know what today's date is, but I assure you, if we will answer the call, this community will turn around. And people will be asking, what happened? Yesterday night I spent all night. I didn't sleep until 3 a.m. Because this is serious matter to me. I was reading all the statistics. And I was going to use the data to tell you what's really going on. But the Holy Spirit said, no, just teach the word. You know the data. Keep up with the statistics. But just teach the word. And I just want to pray with you. that the same God who call you into fatherhood, that that same God will give you the strength, that same God will give you the means to be the best father you can be, the best grandfather you can be. And don't worry about naysayer. If God be for you, No devil can be against you. Let's pray. Father, I thank you. You're not just our savior. You're not just our God. You are our father. And we thank you that you demonstrate for us the power of our father in the house. Lord, I lift up every one of these fathers. Some are grandfathers. Some are great-great-grandfathers. Whatever position they are standing in today, I pray for special anointing. A fresh anointing. To answer the call. A fresh anointing. Provision for the journey. Empowerment from above. For those who are sick, I pray for complete healing. David said a dead man cannot praise you. And Lord, you are faithful. You're not going to give somebody a vision and not make provision. You're not going to call somebody into fatherhood and don't give them the means to do their job. I pray, oh God, for open heaven in the life of these ones. Whatever they're going to need. Whether it's physical, whether it's emotional, whether it's financial, whatever is needed to do their job, oh God. Lord, your name is Jehovah Jireh. You have made a way out of no way. I pray that you will do it for every one of them. Thank you, oh God, for every father's here. Thank you that you will supply all their needs. According to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus. I cover them with the blood of Jesus. It shall be well with every one of you. In Jesus' name. Open your mouth, shout amen. Come on, come on. Open your mouth, shout amen. It is so. Come on, let's all rise up. This will be the end of our worship experience. Will you help me thank God for every one of these kids? Hallelujah. I am so proud of you. Thank you for singing unto the Lord. You could have been out there in the parade, running around, eating Buddha, but first you came to the house of God. We are very proud of you. I pray that God will give you a very bright future. And there's nothing wrong to have fun. You can leave church and go join the party. You might even see me there. Amen, somebody. We are grateful to every one of you. I want one of the pastors to please come forward and thank you and pronounce the the benediction. Thank you all for being here today. If you're looking for a church home and you want to be a part of what God is doing, whether you are inside here or you are out there live streaming, there's there's a spot on our website where you can just go and click, I want to be a part of this church. And we'll be glad to receive you. We will contact you ASAP and rejoice with you in Jesus' name. God bless you.
1: Now for our benediction.
6: Uh, The church, one of the deacons just reminded me, we have a gift for every one of our fathers. Amen. Amen. This is not the pastor now this is your church saying thank you for being a good faithful father amen God bless you
1: amen now for our benediction now may the Lord bless you may the Lord keep you may the Lord make his face shine upon you may the Lord be gracious unto you and give you his peace may the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and bless you In Jesus' name, amen. The pastor and his wife will be standing up front if anybody want to come down and give them their hand and give Christ your heart. Amen. In Jesus' name, thank you for the children. We love y'all. Children, we love y'all. Happy Father's Day once again.